Hello, my name's Gizzy Erskine. And I'm Sydney Lima, and this is Sex, Lies and DM Slides. Where we invite our celebrity friends to dive deep into their DM boxes to see what terrors lurk within. We'll be chatting about online trolls, online dating, perverted proposals and why everyone's so weird on social media. Sex and Lies and DM Slides. This podcast contains adult content, graphic details of our sex lives and the filthy contents of our inboxes. You have been warned. Hi, I'm Sydney Lima. And I'm Gizzy Erskine. And welcome to our Spotify original podcast, Sex, Lies and DM Slides. Which is where we look at sex and love in the age of social media. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Why is it called that, Gizzy? Why is it called Sex, Lies and DM Slides? So, in short... I guess we've been looking at sex and love in the age of social media and how it's become the norm, but also still has some fairly alarming sides to it. We have basically bonded over our shared experience of people sliding into our DMs Yep. and have a similar way of dealing with men, I'd say. Yep. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, both, both of you, you know, you came over to my house one day. Yeah. At my house, I got this little counter, and Sid would come and perch herself down and charge my phone, charge her phone, well, get beef fed and yeah. watered and wined, and we talk about relationships. And I mean, this whole thing started from us being in my kitchen and talking about an incident that you had. Yeah, someone slid into my DMs asking if I wanted a financial slave. And I ran to Gizzy's house asking for advice. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yes, yes, do it. How do, do I it. how do I sign up? But what happened was I ended up meeting up with him after Gizzy's advice and he he basically gave me money. And I guess that's his perversion. So he hand me, handed me over 120 quid and I stood on him. <laughs> I mean, see, this is the thing. In the modern world, someone can slide into your DMs, meet up in a pub garden, and get, get trampled on. over and pay someone for it. I mean, this it's is... It's only 120 quid yeah. though. I, I mean, feel like financial slaves are normally meant to be giving a lot more money. Did you barter with him? No, I didn't barter. What? I just got what I was given. <laughs> this, is, this is where we have... Problems. What am I meant to say? Well, this is the thing. So yeah. we should really explain what a financial slave is. Well, a financial slave is someone who gets off on giving you money, basically, for doing very little, though I did tread on his face, so maybe On I... his face? Yes, it was his face, actually. It was! <laughs> it was. He has this, like, foot fetish boot thing as well. So he wearing keep... heels? A mild heel. A mild heel? Yeah, like a Cuban heel. <laughs> Not a spicy one. <laughs> what did he say in his very first message to you? How does this he... start? So it was on Facebook, on the in the other inbox, and he said, do you want a financial slave? Yeah. Straight up. Straight up. Straight up. Did you know what he meant? I Googled it. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, I Googled it. And I was like, yes, I do. Yeah. And then I was wondering like, if he was just going to send me the money over bank transfer or anything like that. But he wanted to meet up. So I met up with him. Yeah. 
and that's when the incident happened when I was trodden his the face incident. And, the incident <laughs> and he gave me 120 quid and yeah and he's been like messaging ever since can't imagine why <laughs> <laughs> but then it got weird because he was like did I see you in Shoreditch just before and I'll so is he local oh, I think so he said he worked for in an oil company, but I feel like if he worked in an oil company, he'd have way more, more money. More than Maybe he works at the petrol station. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, like, what do you reckon the kink or the psychology behind a financial slave is? Well, I asked him that. Okay, and what did he say? He said, I liked the idea of being under the control of a beautiful girl. And then I said, have you approached many women? Because I didn't want to be. Oh my God, I can't believe you're getting codependent on your (laughs) financial slave, Sydney. (laughs) Am I the only one? (laughs) And I said, how many are you a slave to? He said, quite a few. I've only tried it a few times. One was longer term. How much money have you given away? Yeah. Given away a couple of thousand pounds. Took one on a holiday. To be honest, I really wouldn't want to go on holiday with him. Yeah. I mean, okay, this is all a bit of fun and I, you got 120 quid out of it. But <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm hijacking this situation right now. <laughs> it's all over. It's We've all, divorced. Yeah. But I mean, that says a lot about it. I mean, you're yeah. sitting there explaining to me about uh, your financial slave. Yeah. Um, you'd also written a piece for Vogue. I mean, first of all, I need to explain to everyone that if you haven't seen Sydney before... She is literally the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. Aww. She really is. And I don't just mean that in a physical sense. She has a, a incredible brain. She's an amazing writer. She's really astute and has brilliant observations of life. And we, we our relationship has been built around talking about all of our loves and it's likes. True. And we, have the, we have the same, well, we don't have the same taste, issues. but we have the same way of dealing with relationships. <laughs> but then I'd we like, to, have the same taste I'd like well. to say that there was a reason I kept going around to Giddy's Kitchen. It's because she's probably one of the best chefs in the world. <laughs> and she's equally as beautiful, if not more. And she has been uh, uh, my, she's my new life advisor. Yeah, we're becoming as equally codependent on each other as we are all the men we throw ourselves into. Um, so you'd ri- just written this brilliant piece that was in Vogue. I basically got a message from a stranger asking me whether I was able to escort at a hotel in LA. He specified that he was an art director. As, as if that would seal the deal. And so I wrote a piece about basically like my open letter response telling him to fuck off. But, um, yeah, no, I was just kind of a bit like just because you've, he's basically been shopping on Instagram and decided that he wants to, you can't, to so do shopping the deed. for women, you he's, mean? Yeah, no, but it's kind oh, of like that, isn't yeah. it? It's like that's kind of what riled me up into like wanting to do this, this podcast. The fact that strangers can kind of slide into your DMs and kind of be a bit um, it's mildly abusive, isn't it? Saying that you're like, you're all up for sex but I mean you've been having you've had similar uh, experiences haven't you with people online so many I mean I don't know which ones to start with maybe the abuse I've had my fair share of dick pics and uh, wanking ones and actually most recently (laughs) while we were on holiday oh god um, yes I had someone send me a picture of themselves fucking themselves up the arse with the most spectacular dildo I've ever seen a gizzy showed me and I was fucking overwhelmed it I mean was, it was, it was, it was the amount of lube of as well oh, and also <laughs> it was, wasn't lube it was hand was cream it? or something no it was probably antibacterial it was no it wasn't clear it was creamy and I don't understand <laughs> yeah, no, but he did message you saying if you reply to this I will fist myself yeah which I was like so I did that sort of Lily Allen quote, which was, if you don't film it, it didn't happen. <laughs> Joking to get rid of him. And fuck me, have I had like a succession of these. I mean, it's really not appropriate. 
I mean, I've had some really horrible stuff happen also. You know, I've been in a cinema and somebody's been sat behind me, slid into my DM saying, I'm behind you and I'm going to slit your throat. Fucking which, creepy. thankfully, I didn't see until three hours later and I was Oof. still alive and Oof. the throat not slit. So as much as we'll be lolling at dick pics, there will be some serious issues that come to light. For example, one in five women have suffered online abuse and almost half of women said the abuse they suffered was sexist or misogynistic. A worrying 27% said it threatened sexual or physical assault. So it's definitely something that's affecting a lot of people. But I think the point of the podcast has been to not just look at the different ways that people are utilising the internet in order to get to people and abuse their power sexually or beyond, but it's actually trying to look at the psychology of the different mm. things. And we're really lucky to have had some phenomenal we guests. We have some blinding guests, Gizzy. Some blinding guests. J- tell us who we've got. We've got our number one crush, John Ronson, oh. <laughs> who we See, try and flirt with. <laughs> I try, I was like, he's mine. This is all I've ever wanted to do is interview this guy. I mean, I'm a big fan of John Ronson. And we were talking to him about pornography. And who else we got, Gizzy? We have got Monroe Bergdorf, Monroe who's Bergdorf. a very good friend of mine. Well, I've tried to make her a very good friend of mine since the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> She's talking about trans issues. And we have Carly Scottino, queen of the sex blog, basically. Who talks about shagging a male sex doll on telly. Would you do that, Gizzy? Absolutely not. But I have watched it. <laughs> <laughs> and Ruby Wax. Oh, and Ruby Wax. I mean, that was one of my highlights, um, telling yeah. us about sociopaths. And then finally, Rose McGowan. Yes. Who talks about how she still receives dick pics. I mean, that's like one seriously (laughs) brave person. (laughs) So now it's time to introduce our first guest, Sophie Hagen, who, if you don't already know of her, she's an award-winning comedian. Her podcast, Made of Human, is a massive hit in the podcast world. And she's an anti-fat shaming campaigner. She's also a self-professed, most influential influencer on the internet, (laughs) according to her Instagram. And she used to work at a sex shop. I love that she used to work at sex. She did actually know a hell of a lot about she did. sex. And dominatrix she, and bestiality. She's a spicy character, <laughs> this one. Um, so, without further ado, Sophie Hagen. Sex and lies and DM slides. Thank you for having me. Do you remember the first time you ever got a DM slide? Is that, that sounds a bit like a new thing, like a cha-cha slide. But it's... Um, a DM slide? Yeah. I don't think I... I do remember, because I've been doing stand-up now for 10 years. Oh, my God. <laughs> you just, I, I'm having a crisis. I'm like, oh, my yeah. God, 10 years. I'm so old. Oh, no. Uh, so I don't think I remember the first one, but I feel like I remember the moment when I realized that, oh, this was the norm now. Because mm. in the beginning, you know, in the first ones you get, you're just like, oh, my God, do I know you? <laughs> Why are you messaging me? And then you realize, oh, that, there's a point when people start to think they know who you are. Is there anything come in that's been super alarming that you're like, whoa? Oh, lots of alarming stuff. Yeah. There's like different tendencies in my inbox. There are men saying hi and then nothing else. And then maybe after four weeks, they go, hi, beautiful. <laughs> right. And now then after six weeks, they're now like, you hot. <laughs> and you're just like, I, and then you look at the profile and it's just pictures of cars. <laughs> and you're like, I, I don't. And then the bio is like, searching for beautiful woman. You're like, I, I don't know what this is. I don't, I don't know what it is. But my, when you I look think at my, you do know what it is. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if they know what I am. You know? <laughs> and if you look at my statistics of my Instagram following, which is the only place I have open DMs, uh, it's 97% women. <laughs> so this is not a lot of 
male interest, but also I mean, bisexual. So that's so no are you, are you, have you, have you, have you got your inbox and you've got your other inbox. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So most of them are women in your other inbox as well. As yeah. Inbox. And within the women, there's like two groups of people. So there's right. loads of very nice messages from people just being supportive. Right. Yeah. Women just being super supportive. And they're very lovely. They're super nice and sweet and polite. I have a very introverted uh, weirdo audience. There's a lot of weirdos talk, <laughs> which is I love. And then because I wrote a book called Happy Fat about why it's okay to be fat. And in that, I made a lot of jokes about how no lesbians are flirting with me. And I don't understand why lesbians aren't flirting with me. So suddenly there was a, <laughs> an, an, influx of an influx. And then I felt really bad because, you know. I, but did you feel bad? I did. Sudden, I, did. I, felt sudden, like, I felt like I'd been like, why are you not asking me out? And then these women have like yeah. gone, okay, I'm a bit nervous, but I'm, yeah. I'm actually going to do it. And then I'm not responding because yeah. I'm scared. So <laughs> I'm loved. Goodbye. Not yeah. answering any of you. What uh, kind of messages were you getting from them? Oh, they're great. Like, they're lovely. Especially if you compare to, you know, this guy who just says hi, right? Yeah. The, the women are like, hi, I just want to say, like, I'm a big fan and I hope you don't find this weird or creepy, but I did <laughs> just want to say, you know, I work as a social worker and a lot of your work has meant a lot to me and I was wondering if perhaps the next time you're in town I could buy you a cup of coffee. And oh, you're like, that is perfect, right? That's amazing. That's so how you're, you're, and you're still turning them down. <laughs> oh, I'm, not even, I'm not even replying. I'm you're just like, right. oh, oh no, afraid of intimacy. Oh, no. <laughs> this is very scary. I'm also, I've got to agree with you, actually. Like, in my, in my experience... The men do. They're just, it's exactly the same thing. Hi. All right, babe. You're welfare. Or just a straight up dick yeah. pic. Yeah, all the, yeah, yeah. that has just also a, happened. A flaccid penis. But the, the, <laughs> the only other occasion a woman has actually asked me out, they've actually fa- like visualised an actual date. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. An interest that introduced themselves. Yeah. And this is why I think we would have something in common. Here's a, a real photo of me. And, you know, they Did, approach they you the way they would have liked to be approached themselves. Yeah. Where right. I guess men do the same thing where... If a woman walks up to them and goes, hi, they'd be like, okay, yeah, let's do it. (laughs) They can't envision that we'd be like, but I don't know who you are. I don't know. You probably want to kill me. Yeah, that's a lot to be said. I mean, listen out, boys. You know, this is this is very good dating advice right there on the internet. Envision no your date first. Yeah. yeah. Actually, actually ask someone on a date. Don't just assume that yeah. by saying hi, you're going to get a shag. Cause... And tell us who you are and what you do and why should I be interested. And it doesn't have to be like an addition, right? Yeah. Don't tell me your life story, but yeah. polite. Or it will respect you more. We still won't go on a date with oh, you. Yeah, we'll still turn you down, but, you know, we won't be completely creeped out <laughs> there was one guy so i did a tour show in aarhus in denmark and afterwards there was a lot of like tech people coming in with some boxes and stuff and i was talking to someone else and one of these tech boys was really hot and i was just like noticing it and then not saying anything obviously because that's how i flirt i just notice <laughs> and then think that's hot and then just never do anything about it and then i envision our marriage forever and i'm like oh god we probably would have gotten married if i'd said hello and then I mentioned that on a podcast and then he slid into my DMs and was like, oh, my God, I was just listening to your podcast. That was me. And he hadn't been a tech at the show. He had just been waiting around to say hello. But then one of the tech people had said, can you carry this box in? So he'd been like, oh, my God, I get to, I get to meet her. Oh. And he was just like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. Like, you, you said on the podcast that you fancy me and like, oh, this is like, oh, oh. I, I really like you too. But then you found out that he's an absolute insane stalker. Well, no, he said, that's the thing. Because I started it, didn't I? I was like on a podcast going, oh, the hot guy. <laughs> oh, I just want to touch him. So like, I started it. I don't know. Him sort of walking in and accepting the role as as, <laughs> as being in the crew and then still 
Yeah. Well, I think that's because you're, that you're probably envisioning like a really cool guy or like a creepy guy. Mm. I think this guy was very much like me, a big nerd, super scared of people. Yep. He was I hanging know. around. Someone goes, carry this box. He goes, oh, okay. <laughs> and then he's just suddenly standing there. Like I could see myself being that. Sit- I mean, I, I am creepier than that. I have, listen, I have hidden in a toilet to sneak up on Shane from Westlife, okay? So <laughs> I will forgive anyone who sneak in backstage because I get it. I get it. I respect it. I've seen yeah. you on Westlife. I've seen the meet and greet. Oh, yeah? I'm in awe. So it's you amazing. start telling me about this. What exactly happened? I was When I was 13, I was just like the biggest Westlife fan in the world. And I'll fight anyone who tries to challenge that. And I was really good at meeting them. Like really... <laughs> Like we're talking psychopathic levels of Excellent. how many competitions were you entering? Oh, f- fuck the competitions! I'm beyond competitions, yeah. right? Like the one you saw, the one that's on YouTube, which I, where I met them on Danish television when I was 13, wasn't even a competition. They had to make up a competition because I was just emailing and messaging every single TV channel and newspaper and radio oh. show, being like, "This is good TV for you. You want to see me meet them." So they had to invent a competition <laughs> to justify letting me meet them. But I would uh, follow them to where they would uh, go for dinner, you know, to a secluded place where they wanted to be alone. <laughs> and then I would fake my way into the restaurant and hide in the bathroom and then look out the little gap in the door. <laughs> And then when I saw Shane, then when Shane came out, I'd open the door at the same time and go, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. I don't. don't I hope you don't think I'm following you. And he'd be like, oh, no, no, no. Don't worry about it. You're just using the bathroom. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just using- but anyway, it's not that we're here. Could I have a photo? And I would and I would grass out the other fans. So I'd be in a in their hotel like bar. Like sabotage. Fan, oh, yeah. fan oh. sabotage. Oh, yeah. So the other, the other fans would be in the restaurant, uh, the hotel bar. And uh, Wes, I would were about to come in. So I would say to the waiter, I'd be like, excuse me, um, I'm, I'm so sorry. It's just like I'm staying at this hotel and I feel like all these people are here. Like they're not going to buy, they're not buying anything. And I think they might be here just to meet <laughs> that boy band over there. So I just think it's very uncomfortable. So these waiters be like, don't worry, ma'am. And they'd, I'd like 13 and they'd go and throw everyone else out. So like we would be the only... <laughs> You should be a prime minister. You should go into politics. <laughs> this kind of deceit is going to take you some serious places. Oh, I would save this entire country, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With very dodgy methods. <laughs> so, Sophie, are we able to open up your other inbox and have yes. a look at the DMs you've been getting? We absolutely can. I got a little fan mail here earlier. That's nice. <laughs> oh. uh, by fan mail, with. I mean horrific abuse. Okay. <laughs> okay. But it has a happy ending, so I would like to share it. But... You know, trigger warning, this is bad. Yeah, right? Come on. Don't, go ahead. Don't be concerned for me. I'm absolutely fine, right? Because uh, this is quite the norm, so I'm fine with it. So if well, you want to feel bad, feel bad for the world, not for me. Okay. Yeah. The person has 27 followers. All so. <laughs> 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 that needs to be said. Yeah. <laughs> so you're a fat bitch who can't be bothered changing the way you look, so you blame other things in life, and you limit the comments on your posts so you can only show the positive ones to boost your ego. I think so many people dislike you because they're scared you're going to eat them. True. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you drown in your own neck, fat you female jabba the hut. Now, there's lots of things you can say about that, right? Um, Is it written by a man? Oh, yeah. <laughs> then I answered this, right? I usually don't answer because, like, why, why spend your time on it, mm. right? 
But I wrote, hello, beep, name. You're clearly not feeling well. I hope things get better for you. As for me, I'm really happy. I love my body. I do limit the comments so that only the people following me can comment. If people kept telling you that they hoped you would drown, would you not do the same? I see that your profile is private so that people can't even see your pictures. So it looks like you're even more scared than me. And I understand that. I'm so sorry you're sad. I hope you find happiness soon. Love, Sophie. And then he replied... Good fucking shit. You totally just won. I'm sorry for bothering you. Have a wonderful day. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, listen, we've seen that a lot. All they bloody want is it's a, a response. response. <laughs> I mean... It's just such a good, you know, defeat. Like, yeah, yeah, you it's know like you've what? acknowledged me. Okay, yeah. great. Okay. Yeah. But bloody then that hell. makes me not want to acknowledge them yeah. more because you Oh, think, yeah, I usually yeah. don't. Uh, do you win? I or usually no? don't. Okay, cool. You got the apology and we've just proved that you're a cunt. But you know what? Oh, fuck off. But then like, sometimes if it's 2 a.m. and I can't sleep, I'm fascinated really by these people, bored. right? <laughs> so there was one guy, he, he had just posted like a vomit emoji under a photo of me. So I went on, it was on Facebook, so I went into his Facebook profile and I was scrolling like for hours through his, his mother's, his brother's Facebook oh, profile. And I felt like I got to, everyone had open profiles. What, what an idiot. So I was reading everything that they'd done for the past three years. Like he'd seen an accident. So he was clearly traumatized. He hadn't gotten any help. His dog died and he loved his dog. She was a beagle. And then he got a new beagle and it just really loved oh. him so much, but it didn't love his mother. So his mother was a bit upset. And oh. There was this photo of him that he posted of himself where he'd written, this is not a good photo of me. And his mother had commented, this is not a good photo. And he commented, yes, I know that's what I said. And I was like, oh, my God, he has low self-esteem because of his mother, who's a bit crazy. And I was, just, and his brother looked so happy. His brother was like there on the slopes of a skiing resort with his beautiful girlfriend. Like training. Yeah, traveling a lot and was like super popular. And this other guy only took photos like in the dark in his room. So after hours, I felt like I knew him. So under the vomit emoji, I just commented and said, here's a photo of a beagle. I hope you like it. And then he wrote this long thing of like, oh, my God, I love you. I love beagles. Oh, my God, thank you so much. You're amazing. Bloody hell. It's going to be a really long, hard, arduous way, but you're going to fix the world. (laughs) (laughs) What other uh, DMs have you received? The other type of DMs I get, and I'm... I was about to say that I probably invited. I don't think I do. But um, I get a lot of people telling me their deepest, darkest trauma. Oh, God. Which is a tricky one, right? Because because, uh, because you speak about trauma. Yeah, yeah, I speak a lot. I'm very open about it. And it's sort of a strange thing, right? Because I think it's crossing a boundary. You know, you wouldn't go up to anyone in the street and be like, here's everything bad that's ever happened to me. Because mm. you would sense that that would be... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. Ladies, your workouts are about to get an upgrade. The new Inspire leggings by Kalia are exactly what you want when it comes to activewear. It's their most versatile collection yet. They look good, feel good, and stay put. Using Lycra Adaptive Fiber, it compresses and molds to the body like a second skin. And it's unbelievably stretchy, so you can move however you want. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods not a nice thing to do to someone, you know, without warning, without asking, you know, you wouldn't even just 
go up to a friend and be like, this horrible thing. You would always sit them down and be like, how are you? And do you know what I mean? So it feels very much like, oh, this is out of the blue. And suddenly you're just like, hi, Sophie. Here's the thing that happened. And you're like, what? So they go straight into it. Oh, straight into it. There's no, and it's long and it's heartbreaking. I I try to not read it anymore because it's devastating, Mm. right? A lot of it. Mm. But, and then you feel a bit like a prick for not reading it and for not responding. But also I can't read 20 people's Mm. traumatic life stories every single day. (laughs) And also because it doesn't feel like it has anything to do with me. But it's funny because I can relate to that too. Yeah. I was going to talk to you about body positivity as well. And one of the things that I've always really struggled with is, is a big body positivity movement because I don't think it's such a broad discussion point that somehow it's always going to affect someone. And what affects you is going to be different to what affects me. And I put on three stone and I've always been thin and put on this weight because of a combination of things, age, opening up businesses, just not looking after myself and saying, no, stopping yeah. exercise, life, all of this, doesn't matter. I was meant to go to the GQ Awards and got dressed up in my outfit, which I couldn't get into any of the, the clothes at all. I mean, I was like squelching out of them. Everything was being like sewn into and, and all that. It was, it was a humiliating thing to the point where I just was like, fuck this, I'm not going. And um, in the midst of that, I sort of cried all night, woke up the next day, looked at some pictures and thought, God, I'm a fucking idiot. And I tell you what the... So I ended up splurging this post. And within the post, I was like, do you know what? I'm absolutely terrified to even write this down because of the body positivity movement. People didn't tell me to shut up. You know, and within the remit of my weight gain and what other people have to go through, it's not going to be... Anyway, so I really apologised myself. And I woke up the next day. What did you write in the post? Um, I wrote, oh God, I can't, I could, I could hunt it down. And it's sim- simply that, look, you know, last night I didn't go to something because I felt fucking disgusting. And it was really, you know, and I just sort of like evolved on that. And I, and it was simply saying that I, I did not, I was really unhappy with even the, the idea of speaking out about it because of the body positivity movement made me feel super guilty about wanting to be thinner, you know, and wanting to diet or whatever. Mm. And I woke up the next day to, no joke, talking about twenty five to 30,000 DMs from people from all around the world. I went viral. I had people like Hollywood movie stars, like, getting in contact, saying, oh, my God, thank you for saying that. We fucking hate this body positivity movement. We want to just be allowed to be who we are in our own skin and not just be, like, either, you know... I'm I'm getting abused for being too thin. I'm getting abused for being too fat. I'm getting abused, and it's like I don't know. It was just it was just such an insane thing. And though you talk about the the stories, yeah, yeah, those, yeah. those real traumas. I mean, people were saying that they'd not been able to go to their own wedding, their parents' funerals, oh, for these one you know moments in time, and that this one moment of madness in their head yeah. allowed them to to feel like this sort of stuff. Did so what's the, can I just ask, what's the, what was the fear about the body positivity? Do you mean, like, what would they say? Well, actually, That you weren't allowed the, to complain? Or? Yeah, exactly. Because and on the of other what? half of that, there were people like, I don't know if I should say, but someone very famous who is a very thin person who is now the spokesperson yeah, for I think body we positivity. Know. We all know who it is. Um, <laughs> I don't even have to say it. Getting in contact and saying, you are going to make people anorexic for this. And, like, being... I mean, and that was the fear. You do not have a clue what how triggering that post is to people. Twenty five thousand people, mostly thanking me, and then one motherfucker <laughs> being like, "I'm sorry, that's not on." Actually, there were two people, both of them 
in the body positive I like how you just spat out both... two with two fingers up. Um, <laughs> both of them were were thin people telling me off. There is an important side of things where you do get people slide into your DMs and you do actually get really heartfelt. You know, people spend a time and energy yeah. giving you that and you, you can take on that energy. I mean, that... Even having 20 is a lot of energy to obtain what people are telling you. And really, you feel it. You can't mm. help. The fact they've spent that time talking yeah. to you. I totally get what you mean. And it's such a frustrating thing when a large group of people get together about one thing, then it always becomes messy and flawed because you have to kind of speak to the common denominator and that's never basically what that whole thing that you experience lacks is nuance right mm. because what and I don't subscribe to the body positivity movement at all I'm not a part of it I don't really believe in it I don't think it's a good thing always it can be mm. but I'm fat liberation and fat liberation essentially means there's a system in place that oppresses people and the fatter you are the more you're oppressed mm. right but it, that doesn't mean that if you're thin you're not oppressed mm. because even if you're thin, there's always the fear of becoming fat, right? So that affects absolutely everyone. And then there's misogyny, which makes women think it's not even just weight. It's everything, yeah. right? It's mm. Thigh gaps and stretch marks and femininity and tits, teeth, eyes, everything, right? Um, so the fat liberation movement is about focusing on the systems, right? Focusing on the, the companies, the people with the money, the governments, the making sure that people aren't oppressed. No one focuses on the individuals. That's not the point because we're all individuals, mm. right? We all have all these feelings, but there's actually not feelings involved with this. It's all about, I mean, I know systemic oppression sounds like such a serious big thing, but that's what it is. Why the body positivity movement is about attacking individuals or, you know, you should all love yourselves. And if you don't love yourselves, mm. that's not good enough. And and that helps no one, mm. doesn't help anything. There should also be room for everyone to say, I feel like this mm. because there are people who need to hear that. So we're in this time where people fetishize sort of everything, particularly with social media. And voyeurism is probably the, the biggest of the fetishisms at the moment. And the perception that everybody's allowed a fucking opinion on everything you do mm. and the way you are, the way you look, to the way you speak, to your perceptions. Can I share a DM I got yesterday? Please. That I have been furious about ever Like more furious than one should be about anything that isn't that big of a deal. <laughs> it is one of the most condescending things I've ever received from someone meaning well. Mm -hmm. And it's exactly what you said. And the word voyeurism is even in it. A woman, I think, she, and it's really long, so I might just skip some things. No, tell us, do the whole thing, because okay. I'd like to see what these <clears throat> go in these people's brains. Being fat is, this is how it opens, not even hello, right? <laughs> <laughs> and this is 9 a.m., by the way. <laughs> what, who wakes up and is like, I'm going to write an essay I'm now really fucking to a angry. stranger? <laughs> Being fat isn't a personality trait. What? 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 Oh, anyways, I'm not going <laughs> to say what after each sentence. You are so much more than fat. People will still listen and love you even if you stop talking about how fat you are. It's great that you love your body, but you don't need other people to, too. People would still find a flaw to shame you for if you weren't fat. That's what they do to women. Let yourself be. Let yourself be amazing and kind and funny. Don't make yourself as insignificant as other people's opinion. What? What, is that? what the fuck does that mean? What? Anyways. I'm already angry. You don't owe anyone pretty and you don't owe anyone an explanation or falsified performance. Oh, what wow. the actual 
fuck are you? But what? also falsified. Perfo- falsified what? Performance what? <laughs> <sighs> um, wearing your body is like wearing a badge of pride. What? It's got you through the shit you've been through, but it isn't everything you are! Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! It's a tool that carries around your inner perfection. What? Let <laughs> the what's are mine. Uh, that's I'm saying that. Yeah. That? <laughs> Let it be nothing more than a badge of pride there to be appreciated by people who notice and understand and maybe shat on by people jealous of your success and love, but that's on them, not you. As women, this is a new, like, because you had to Next send message. that, it got too long, right? <laughs> Which is a, a sign. <laughs> if it's too long, maybe just, maybe yeah. it's just too long, actually. <laughs> maybe just stop. Yeah. As women, we believe our body is everything. You know, all women. <laughs> then have it objectified and taken out of our control daily. I just think it's important that you don't turn your weight into part of your identity. Oh, I feel that perpetuates <laughs> and encourages voyeuristic engagement with you. This is on Instagram, by the way. Yeah. What do you want me to post? Yeah. Like, what? Your impact and humor is far deeper than skin deep. I know I may not fully understand. And if that is the case, please, please educate me. Oh, that was late in the yeah. message to say that. And help me understand. But I just noticed a lot of your content is about your weight. But a lot of your passions are so much more. Am I tearing you down with this message? I'm actually trying to build you up. But I'm probably coming in with blinkers on like a bull in a china shop. If so, I want to learn how not to be shit. Oh, yeah. Have you replied? Uh, publicly, yeah, but not to her. I blocked her. She's yeah. basically mansplaining what you do for she, a living. In that message, and then, she has taken away all my autonomy, yeah. all my intelligence. She's talking to me as if I'm a child. So condescending. It is the most condescending. Yeah. Also, I post, I, yeah, I do post a lot about being fat. I've also made four stand-up shows about mental health. I have written uh, a whole book about it, by the way. If she wants to educate herself, she could buy the book and pay me for my work, right? <laughs> but also, I talk about mental health. I talk about dogs. I talk about calvaries. I talk about being Danish. I talk about being non-binary. I talk about, yeah, I've designed a clo- clothing line. I talk. I do so much stuff. I talk about politics, feminism, misogyny. I do so much stuff. But what has happened here is she has seen the fat. Yeah. That has made her uncomfortable, which it makes a lot of people when you talk about being fat. Mm. And then she has turned that around in her head and she's taken all the bias she has about fatness, which is that it's unintelligent and we don't have autonomy and we need other people's advice. And then she's projecting all of that onto yep. me. That's going, exactly what's going on, actually. I will tell actually. you exactly what you should do. But what she means is, I feel really uncomfortable to hear you talk about your yeah. body. I would rather that you didn't. The sort of DMs I get compared to my thin friends mm. is often men who are sort of don't worry, I don't mind how you look. Oh, I thanks. would be okay with it. You know, like people who are almost like gracefully offering me their penises uh, despite my looks. Oh, right? wow. It's but a lot of like, but, I, but I'm but i interested, so why wouldn't you sleep yeah. with me because you're fat sort of thing. Isn't it fair to say that there are men who actually just simply prefer fat women, oh, yeah, you know, absolutely. who actually don't, that it isn't an apologetic thing, that they actually do prefer oh, the physique of a... Which is absolutely lady. fine, as long as they don't come with the... Uh, it's more the attitude that I should be grateful. Mm. That's right. when I'm like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, the, all, oh. sometimes it feels too, like it's so separated from my person. So it's like, I just want to bury my head in your in your belly, you big beautiful queen. That sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, oh, so their messages you've received. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that's, that and they're quite 
that's a bit uncomfortable because that's yeah. it's like an unsolicited dick pic, isn't it? Where yeah. you're like, wait, I yeah. didn't uh, consent to yeah. you burying your anything. Yeah. 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 What's yeah. happening? And I'm the separate person from my body. Do you know? Yeah. So yeah, that yeah, feels yeah, a bit yeah. gross. But if it's someone that I'm interested in, and then they have a preference, absolutely fine yeah. with that. That's that. Yeah. You know. But it's yeah. weird, isn't it? Because no one has a fetish for thin people, right? So why is fat? Well, they could feel like I don't know. Could they not have? Thin, really thin yeah. well, like, oh, There's like, lots of like people who like boys in bands, like kind of really skinny girls. <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely like a look, right? But yeah. that, you wouldn't call that a fetish. fetish you just call yeah. that, you know, I prefer this. But when it's yeah. fat people, they like it's like a fetish. It is right? a fetish. Yeah. Have you been to a fetish um, club? I, um, I have not. You have but, to think about it. Yeah, because <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I was it a fetish club? Bad memory. Where was I? <laughs> but I, um, when I was sixteen, I lied and uh, said I was eighteen to get a job in a sex shop. So I was very yes. much. Involved. I've always wanted to work in a sex shop. Oh, it was the best. I mean, in so many ways, it yeah. was a normal job, yeah. right? Except you're packing up dildos instead of whatever bread. <laughs> Uh, Tins of beans. But interestingly, so this was in Denmark, so we sold um, bestiality videos or DVDs. What? Which were legal. I don't know if they still are, but they were legal in Denmark, but obviously illegal here. But we only ever sent them to the UK. <gasps> it was only British people oh, who bought the bestiality so videos. So I take that back fully. Yeah. The mer- just saying. But they just want to fuck animals. Yeah, I that's mean, why. Just... But I was too young back then to be properly involved. Uh, yeah. But I was sort of a part of the, the, packaging. the Danish <laughs> fetish environment. So my boss was into, oh, it has a word. It's like Japanese bondage. Oh, um, uh, I know what you mean. Yeah, we all know what I mean. Uh, We all know what you mean. (laughs) It's very fancy and beautiful. Yeah, stunning. Yeah, like ropes, ropes. Yeah, it's it's, it's an art form, right? Mm. So she would kind of take me under her wing and tell me a bunch of stuff about it. And, you know, we'd have all these customers come in and ask questions. And for a while, it was my job to translate the porn and the DVDs to like the blurb on the back and the titles to Danish or from English to Danish, Danish to English. And so I was I was so curious about it and I wanted to go, but I was still too young. And then I guess just like life happened. And now it just never I never reached that point, I guess. But I've always wanted to when now I'm but also it's Denmark. So you you can't even walk down the street of Denmark without meeting five people you know, right? <laughs> you don't want to go into a fetish right, club yeah. and meet like your cousin or something. So there weren't any fetish clubs in Denmark. I think there was. There, I think there, there was. Loads. Oh, oh yes, yeah. there was one called Smeel. Yeah. I know. So S M and then I L. So Smeel means smile. Mm-hmm. And then S M S M. But um, but then and then I moved here where you know it's kinky to to not ask for your ask permission his, to send a dick pic. I mean, yeah. So like just take his hand is like weirdly kinky right like it's if you don't think of the queen while you do it you're like a person <laughs> I don't think Denmark is as kinky as what no. I think Germany is but still if you watch any Danish film or TV show they'll just be naked people yeah you know just I, dicks flying yeah. everywhere I always find it well, amazing you can't Every, get dicks out on on, um, British, on TV here can you you can there's there's, there's a rule for which I which I learned from just uh, opening my restaurant the other day from the party I wanted naked people walking around and, and actually the law is no holes so you can't <laughs> see an asshole or a fanny hole or a, or a willy hole but What's you can a, see you can see the bum and you can see the dick and you can see the funny. British people are yeah. incredibly repressed. It's yeah. fascinating. It's <laughs> fascinating. I've slept with British men who would like who didn't like it if I seemed excited. 
Oh, wow. So See, like, I find actually, they, they preferred if I just laid oh, down very still and didn't make any noise. Oh, and then if I started no, no, like, mm, they'd be like, oh, no, no, I can't. I can't See, that I'm going to defend British men here because <laughs> I've never had that. But I think that if you're really into sex and you're enjoying it, men absolutely bloody love it. No, but I have met those men. I've never met those I men. I have. Oh God! I'm really lucky in life. I think <laughs> my 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 dream, what what I do want to do one day, it scares me a tiny bit. That do you know Carla Lane? She's an American LA-based porn star. No, but porn I think we need to get her on the show. Carla. She's phenomenal. Yeah. So she runs in LA a sex club. I think you'd call a sex night, sex party mm-hmm. called Taco Tuesdays. Oh, gross. which primarily That's... for <laughs> it's primarily for fat people. It's like centered around. She's fat, so she's like centered around fat people, and seriously, so you have tacos and fuck basically. But I like, mean, that doesn't fat, sound too bad. With a I'll fat be honest. focus, and I'm like, I, I just wasn't sure if you were going to be fucking the, the taco. taco, like it's splotting. <laughs> I mean, I would fuck the taco. I, mean, I wouldn't say no. Does, does the taco <laughs> asks if the taco wants to. Does then the yeah. food I just get involved with? Because you know, there's this, the fetish about uh, food yeah, called yeah, splotting. Yeah. Yeah, I so don't you think like it's kind of that. So we were looking at videos earlier, just like kind of sitting in cakes and like being fucked over cakes and stuff. Have you seen cake farts? Oh God, I thought I was hoping you were going to bring up the cake farts. Farts, yeah. No. Oh, it's a, it was a video. It was sort of became a uh, sort of it went viral years ago, and it was it's basically men who will get a really sort of creamy cake for a woman, and the woman has to sit in it yeah. and fart, and the cake explodes. Um, and if you're That's really amazing. good at it. You can Sophie you can suck the cake up with your bum hole, and then squirt it out and it make the cake explode in a whole nother way. I can't believe I'm the only person who's seen that. How would you do I that? It's a skill. I felt like that with the um, the Asian helicopter man. What? I found a a porn video of a, a, a man who was at. Doing a woman, <laughs> doing a woman, <laughs> having the sex with a woman, and then so a doggy style, and then he sort of still inside of her, like flips, like leans up on top of her, still inside of her, and then turns all the way around, like full Whoa. circle, still penis inside of her, until Amazing. he, and then he goes when he's his head is down and his legs are up, he just fucks a bit more, and then he turns back around again. The only reason I call him that is because I was at the at a pub showing my friends the video, and suddenly there was this man standing behind us going, ah, the Asian helicopter man, and then he just walked away. It was, I was like, oh, you know about the Asian? Hel- I, I mean, it's incredible. Oh. My God, that you is found amazing. it. Oh yeah, that's him. That's, <laughs> that's, really, that's acrobatic. That is that acrobatic. Good work, isn't it? God. What I just enjoyed about it was that there was suddenly this stranger behind us going, ah, oh God. the Asian oh. helicopter man. And then he just walked away into the distance and I never saw him again. <laughs> this is, oh, there's a there's a man on man one, which is quite fun. Oh yeah, I guess you could yeah. do that. <laughs> This one. I mean, that's a brilliant thing about the Asian helicopter. It's kind of like he's doing the banana. What's, <laughs> What's the banana? No, the, you know the dance where you like, oh. like, oh, is it the worm? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's the worm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the banana doesn't have as much flexibility, does he? <laughs> the banana is just me. I just lie there. Yeah. <laughs> Slowly get rotten. <laughs> Um, so on that note, uh, <laughs> thank you so much, Sophie, for bearing your social media soul. Thank you so much for having me. Bye. 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 Thank you.
you for listening to our Spotify original podcast, Sex Lies and DM Slides. Please follow us on Spotify and tell all your mates about it if you enjoyed it. And if you have any weird and wonderful Sex Lies and DM Slides stories of your own, do slide into our DMs at Sydney Lima and at Gizzy Erskine. No dick pics, please. Also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sex Lies DM Slides. This Spotify original podcast is a Hayden Prowse production produced by Amanda Redman, edited by Matt and Scott at Podmonkey. With music by Free Seed Films, our executive producers at Spotify are Rachel Simpson and Alexandra Aidey. 